So this is the shop. Uh, this is where I come to relax. This is where I come to think. Uh, this is where I come just to put my hands to work. Uh, this is the place where I come to have conversations with God. This is also the place where I've had some great conversations with my children. Uh, this is where they come and know that it is a, a safe place to talk. I have, I have people who stop by, uh, either in groups or, or one at a time. You see, the, it's like the rules here are different. Uh, you can say whatever needs to be said here, and, and it's okay. Uh, this is a safe place. Uh, there's no judgment here in the shop. Um, I have heard people share some of the, the deepest things um, in their heart. Um, they've shared things that have probably never been said out loud before. Uh, I know I've shared some very deep personal things with others out here in the shop. This is a safe place where where neighbors can come and, and just be. And there's always something cold in the fridge and the, the coffee pot can can be on at any time. It it's here at Don's shop uh, where where all are welcome. It's kinda like the the Toby Keith song, I, I love this bar. Um, every time I hear that song, I think that's how church should be. Uh, we got winners. I won't say we have any losers, uh, but we got yuppies. We've got bikers. We've got maybe some hitchhikers. We've got cowboys. We've got truckers. We've got broken hearts, and we've got new starters. We've got fighters, we've got early birds, we've got all-nighters, and we've got veterans with some, with some battle scars. See, that should be church. Everyone should be coming in thinking, man, I love, I love this church. It's my kind of place. Just walking through that front door puts a big smile on my face. You know, it ain't too far. Just come as you are. Mmm. Mm-mm-mm. I love this church. That's what church should be. But you know, church isn't just about the walls, the building you walk into. Church is more about the people that are inside. Church is more about doing than it is about coming and sitting. And that's what Luke is trying to tell us in the book of Acts, chapter 2. It said, The believers devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching, the community, to their shared meals, and to their prayers. To put this in a, a little bit of context for us, the, the people are, are just coming away from, from the day of Pentecost. Peter has just laid out a sermon to about 3,000 people about changing hearts and, and lives. And, and people were baptized. And, and the Holy Spirit is, is just moving in the lives of the people. It's amazing things and exciting things are, are happening here. And, and there's just uh, an electricity, just a static in the air. And, and things are, are happening so this, this word devoted here in verse 42, 
they they devoted themselves probably is not a a good translation in the the new living uh, translation bible that i used here i think i think it's lacking a little bit showing the the full meaning of the word here the king james bible says they they continued steadfastly the amplified bible says they were continually and and faithfully devoted see they were they were more than just devoted followers here they were continually and faithfully steadfastly devoted to the teaching fellowship sharing of meals and also prayer with each other let's continue with verse 43 a deep sense of awe came over them all and the apostles performed many miraculous signs and wonders and all the believers met together in one place and shared everything they had they sold their property and possessions and shared the money with those in need they worshiped together at the temple each day met in homes for the lord's supper and shared their meals with great joy and generosity or sincere hearts all while praising god and enjoying the good will of all the people and each day the lord added to their fellowship those who were being saved we see the people here following four marks of their devotion and i want to break that down for us and see how we can apply that to our lives together as as neighborhood christians or or shop christians if you will so first they were they were teaching or learning verse 43 a deep sense of awe came over them all and the apostles performed many miraculous signs and wonders these early disciples were learning truth together and they were continually devoting themselves to the apostles teaching and and think about this just for a moment you know they didn't have a a collection of books you know the new testament and they because that didn't exist yet and the epistles of paul didn't exist yet because because paul hasn't even been converted yet the the basis of their instruction was all all verbal communication from the apostles these new christians were just so hungry for the word of god they they just couldn't get enough then the neighborhoods were 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 full and then the holy spirit reigned in in power as these these members could not get enough of god they were they were hungry for the truth and they were continually devoted to find more and more of that truth and then they shared they shared a common life for verse 44 all the believers met together in one place and shared everything they had they sold their property and possessions and and shared the money with those in need they were continually devoted to to this fellowship they were they were shop christians meeting uh to they were meeting to 
to pursue a, a shared interest, a goal, and a purpose. The type of fellowship these early shop members, these m- neighborhood members were doing was, was continually devoting themselves to, to leverage their resources together to, to meet one another's needs, to fulfill God's mission. Their fellowship was so interconnected that verse uh, 44 says that they were selling their possessions and belongings and distributing to all those who were in need. Now, if we're being honest here, when we read this in verse 44, we can, we can, we can get a little bit offensive or, or defensive about it. We as... as uh, uh, 21st century Christians, you know, we've collected a lot of stuff, a lot of belongings, uh, and, and we, we like to shop for stuff. We, we like to order stuff online. We like to go on Amazon and use Amazon Prime and get it in two days. We, we collect our stuff. We polish our stuff, and if you're like me, you got to get a storage unit and put your stuff in, all your extra stuff, and so we can feel a little bit threatened by this verse but before we dismiss it and and write it off altogether remember luke uh, uh, provides this description of the early church not to make them them feel bad or condemned to those who aren't doing this um, but to commend those who who recognize that jesus is working in their lives in this way uh, to to be completely counter-cultural uh, to, the, to the way of life. There is, there is no coercion going on here, no manipulation here. The apostles are not, are not forcing uh, these early Christians to take this action. This is, this is simply an outworking of, of the Holy Spirit in their lives. And it is, it is only by... The, the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God and the, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit <clears throat> that is with all of us that they are able to do this. And of course, not everybody sold everything they had or sold their, their properties and their homes because they still met in homes. They still got together and enjoyed meals together. And that's our next uh, mark of a of a shop Christian is is breaking bread. Verse forty six, they worshipped together at the temple each day, met in homes for the Lord's supper and shared meals together with great joy and and generosity. See the third thing Luke tells us here is they were continually faithfully and steadfastly devoted. Uh, devoted themselves to to the breaking of bread. Now there is some some difference of opinion here on whether they, they were just having communion or or if they were having full meals among the the New Testament scholars. I believe they were doing both. Um, but what happens is is the early church is they were. They were filled and they're controlled by the Holy Spirit. And each day, they just loved getting together. 
Every day they look forward to, to attending temple together and sharing meals with other members of the church. See, this, this is also so, so counter to, to our current culture. See, we, we so compartmentalize our lives. We, we live lives just driving around. We, we drive from home to work and from work to home. And then, then we walk into our house. We say hi to our kids, you know, but they're doing their thing in, in their space. And sometimes we don't interact with each other at all. We're all doing our, our own thing but we're all in that same space together. That is not how these early Christians live. Christ was so real in their lives and the reality of salvation was so great that, that they could not wait until Sunday to get together. No, they had to get together every day and, and share meals together where they could, they could talk about the wonderful and amazing things that Jesus was doing in their lives. I encourage you to, to be that kind of people, to invite others to your house for supper or for Sunday lunch, to, to invite them into your shop, to your backyard for a barbecue. And, and in doing so, you, you bring lives together. And that leads us to our, our fourth and, 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 and final mark. See, they prayed. Verse 47. All the while praising God and enjoying the goodwill of all people. And each day the Lord added to their fellowship those who were being saved. Luke expands on the idea of prayer. Uh, in the expression of, of public praise and, and worshiping together as a church. In verse 46, he said they worship together. And then in verse 47, he expands that by simply saying they were praising God and enjoying goodwill. See, praising God is more than just saying praise the Lord. Praise is, is something that we give when we are pleased with something. You know, we praise the dog when he does the trick we taught him. We praise our children when they do something, something well. We, we love to be told that we are appreciated for something we do. And when we praise God, we're telling Him that, that we, we, we love and, and we appreciate Him. When we praise together, we are saying that, that we, we, we consider him to be valuable. We show that, that we value God by praising Him. Hebrews says, So let, let's continually offer up sacrifices of praise through Him, that means Jesus, which is the fruit from which our lips that confess His name. And Psalms, lift up your hands to the, the sanctuary and bless the Lord. And again, Sing to the Lord a new song. Sing God's praises in the assembly of the faithful. Let Israel celebrate its maker. Let Zion's children praise or, or rejoice in their king. Let them praise God's name with dancing. Let them sing God's praise with drum and lyre. 
these people were were worshiping people they were praying people when they when they went to the temple they praised god when they met together they praised god and you know what they did it with joy they they did it with joy the result then of the disciples gathering joyfully continually faithfully steadfastly devoting themselves to the teaching the community the sharing of meals and the prayers the result was that each day God, the lord added to their fellowship those who were being saved day after day they were seeing conversions day after day they were seeing people being saved day after day they were seeing people pass from darkness to light God designed us to to survive and to thrive as as his people being teachers and and learning from each other to be in community and communing with each other in our in our shops in our homes in our backyards praying for each other and when i say pray i don't i don't mean saying just i'll pray for you I mean, it's taking someone's hand, taking the time, taking someone's hand or putting your hand on their shoulder and praying for them right then and there. These are the marks of shop people or neighborhood Christians. This is what God created us for. Let's pray. Our gracious Heavenly Father, we thank you. We thank you for who you created us to be. Help us, Lord, as we grow and learn more and more about you. Help us to be the people who reach out to our neighbors. Help us to bring them to a spot where they can know you more. Help us, Lord. Give us the courage to reach out and draw people closer to you. Help us to open up our shops, our backyards. Help us to invite others to dine, Lord, to, to dine in your presence. Help us to get, have the courage to pray for one another. Help us, Lord, to do it with a joyful and a grateful heart, devoting ourselves steadfastly, joyfully to your presence, Lord. Lord, we ask these things in your precious and your holy name. Amen. Amen.